Welcome to the Real Estate Syndication Show. Whether you are a seasoned investor or building a new real estate business, this is the show for you. Whitney Sewell talks to top experts in the business. Our goal is to help you master real estate syndication. And now your host, Whitney Sewell. This is your daily real estate syndication show. I'm your host, Whitney Sewell. Today, our guest is John Fortes. Thanks for being on the show, John. Thank you, Whitney. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here. John is a founding partner at Community First Investment Group. He earned his stripes in the single-family home space. John helped found Community First Investment Group because he recognized the opportunity to help others achieve financial freedom. Not only does he work to network with other movers and shakers in the industry, he stays current with the market trends and continues his education in the commercial multifamily space. I've, I've met John numerous times now and got to know him and their business a little bit, and I'm honored to have him on the show. And uh, John, uh, pleasure to know you, and, and like I said, have you on the show. And you know, to get us started, tell us a little bit about your background, and then you know, let's move into how you got into the syndication business. Awesome, awesome. Uh, first, thank you for having me. Me and Community First, we, we're excited to be here, and you know, just the opportunity alone is, you know, we're very grateful for. So what happened was five years ago, I looked at my 401k and I said, I am not going to retire. I presented it to my wife. I said, we got to do something. So I went through analysis by paralysis for five years, right? So educated myself, decided we we're going we to do it. We we're going to buy our first investment property. But I saw the value in our current home. So with that said, put out equity, went and bought a single family home. Thought I was going to do the, the, the Burr strategy, right? Bought it perfectly, but I didn't have to rehab it. So I can't refinance it. So I said, oh man, I need to raise the capital to, to go ahead and you know, get another opportunity because I wanted to build, build, build. And I was going to do it the single family way. With that said, I approached my, uh, my partner, one, uh, the founder, one of the other founding partners, Mitch. He does all of our underwriting. He happens to do my taxes. He's my accountant. So I, re I reached out to him. I said, Mitch, I think it's time. We should partner up. We had a quick conversation about that, and it quickly came together almost immediately. We started looking at multifamilies locally. Then we reached out and looked at multifamilies in Florida because that's where I bought my single family home. The market was good. We couldn't find anything though. So we come across a 36 unit. We put in an offer. Don't get it. That leads to a 14 unit. We're doing due diligence. That's how we found that third partner. He was willing to go ahead and walk the property. We found value in that. Matt is awesome. He even owns his own inspection company. And with that said, that's how Community First came about. And now we have 62 units and we're currently syndicating a 41 unit. That's incredible. So it's a neat story, you know, to hear uh, how, okay, you looked at the numbers of your 401k, then it's like, you know, it, it was, the writing was on the wall, right? You, you've seen that, okay, we, we've got to make something happen. And, but then you talked about the analysis of paralysis for five years, right? And so what, you know, what gave you the confidence to then jump out and actually make something happen after that length of time? You know, what, uh, you know, I know, you know, it wasn't maybe the best deal or you didn't do the birth strategy like you were hoping, but still you, you took action and, and you bought something. You know, what was it that, that, 
that flip that said, okay, I'm going to go do this and we're going to buy something? Well, everything makes sense at the end of the day. We still cash flow on the on the single family. But if you really think about it, the equity I'm building because someone else is paying for it is like a big piggy bank, right? So if I say, okay, I'm still, I didn't, I didn't buy incorrectly. I didn't like buy and I'm putting money into each payment. I actually make money at the end of the day. So I saw the power in that. And when I realized the equity is just the icing on the cake. So if I go ahead and sell in five, 10, 15 years, I have my kids' college education, right? I have my full, uh, my, my retirement. It just made a lot of sense to kind of bet on myself. So I don't know what actually propelled me, but I also am a, a I have to learn by, like, by doing. Because I can learn, I can read. Everybody asks me, what's the number one book I should read? What are all these books? I said, you can read all the books that are recommended. Google the books. I don't have to tell you. There's not one book that did it for me. It, it's the actual fact that I'm actually doing it. So that's, that's what did it. Awesome. So then you, you went to your CPA and somehow you all formed a, a team, right? A partnership. Tell me about that. How did that happen? Oh, man. I don't want to underwrite. <laughs> like my strength is I'm an extrovert. My strength is meeting people. I love networking. I love connecting people. If you have an opportunity and someone else has an opportunity, I'll merge you guys together. I don't have to be in part of the deal, but my partners are all introverts and they like to be behind the scenes. They like to be in the background doing whatever they do. They're, they're very good at doing it. And I just like connecting everything and bringing it all together. So I go ahead and make the relationships with the brokers, the investors. Um, I just find it easy to talk. And I just educate myself on what Mitch has underwrote. We talk, we communicate every day. If Matt says we have, uh, we have to look at the plumbing, we go ahead and we do thorough analysis. We work with PMs and we really make sure we get in the grit of everything. and then come to a conclusion together as a team. And then I'll go ahead and be the spokesperson in front of people saying, Hey, this, 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 and it's kind of funny. So the way it all works out, it's magical really. So had you had your CPA had real estate experience before this? Absolutely. Matter of fact, um, he, he partnered with his cousin on a previous deal on a single family in Philadelphia. So they, um, they did like, that's how it happened. For the last five years, we were talking about real estate in our conversations when he was doing my taxes. So <laughs> it's just funny. He graduated with, uh, with my wife and we kind of came together naturally. And he's, since he's been doing my taxes, we've just been talking real estate, real estate. Every conversation came back to real estate. We would talk stocks, came back to real estate. It was ridiculous. And how did we learn stocks and we're, re we're recommending each other books. And then all of a sudden it comes back to real estate. So it's just natural. Uh, that's great. Uh, you know, a lot of qualities, obviously you knew that he had that would make a good partner in this business. Right. And you all, you all had a relationship for at least five years or I guess longer since he had graduated with your wife. I, I like hearing how people partner because it's, it's a common question that I get also, you know, how do I find the partner? How do I, how do I know if they're going to be a good partner or trust that person or, you know, and it sounds like you all already had that relationship. You already knew a lot about each other. Um, and, and you both 
knew that you were very interested in real estate. So, you know, so then you all decided, okay, we're going to team up. We're going to move forward, you know, as a team and, and we're going to start looking at properties. You found a property that, but it didn't close, you know, tell us, tell us a little about that, that first property, would you say 37 units, uh, 37 unit deal and, and kind of what happened there, why it didn't close. Yeah. The 36 unit, we, um, we did all the due diligence, um, meaning like before we submitted an offer, uh, we never got it on the contract. It was a broker that was listing it was the owner. Um, and a lot of things just really came out towards the end afterwards. So he wanted a, an offer of 3.2 and we came in with the offer of 2.1 and obviously we're far apart. Right. So when he rejected that, a lot of things came to light about it. So he was going through a divorce. Um, he was partners on it with his wife and his wife's sister. And it came out in a conversation I had with him that he did not want to sell, but they were motivated to sell. Right. So it didn't matter what price I gave him. It could have, I could have, maybe, maybe he probably would have sold at his number. Right. <laughs> so, um, I don't think he was just motivated to sell, right? So he he said no to that, but came from, he was managing another 14 units down the road. And the area is great. We love the area, but the owners were, hired him to manage it. So he came back and I think he really upsold them on a certain price. And we, we were about $300,000 difference on that price. But with that said, they said no and, you know, the shining light that came out of that was we found that third partner who is Matt and Matt's been awesome since man. And how we found Matt. And I want to answer your question about how people find people, right? Matt's been in the same community as we have been in. Uh, we joined the Jake and Gino Facebook community. That's, that's part of their Wellbell profits um, platform. So we've already had connection and, conversation on there. We've actually spoken on the phone. And one thing we discovered is he performed the, <laughs> the inspection process on my single family home early in the year. That, that's what was funny. And we didn't know that till we came together. Wow. So, you know, you said you all had offered 2.1. He was asking 3.1. Right. And so y'all had to have had some confidence in your underwriting and your due diligence. You know, how did you all learn that process to be that confident to say, you know, no, you know, Mr. Broker, Mr. Owner, whatever, you know, this is, this is what it's worth. Here you go. You know, what, where did you all, you know, learn the business, you know, that you all were that confident to do that? Well, I'm obsessed with, with, uh, syndication, right? So I was like, all right, we're going to syndicate this deal. Let's do it. Right. But ignorance is bliss. And if I look back in my life, I noticed that whenever I had ignorance, it, it just propelled me into another level, right? So Mitch would underwrite it. We'd come back. We'd, we'd work with the brokers. We'd work with the PM company. What needs to be done? Everything. Like, it needed half a million worth of work into it, no matter what. For some reason, the AC units was on the roof, right? Which is fine. We could have put them down on the ground it would have cost a boatload of money. So we factored everything into that. When we went back to the broker, we said, this is our underwriting. This is it. 
And he still said no. He's the listing broker as well. So he wasn't really that motivated. Matter of fact, he still owns the property. We do follow up with it. We do follow up with it. He still owns the property. Nice. So you never know, right? Never. I've heard it. I've heard so many stories about this, you know, the beginning, just how you started here. And then the deal comes back, you know. Um, so, you know, also you mentioned the Jake and Gino Facebook group. I think you and I have communicated on there numerous times and, and I, which I obviously I highly recommend also just a great, great group. there, very supportive and, and, uh, just, uh, some great guys. Um, so, so how long between, you know, the 36 unit to, to the next deal? Well, okay. Here's, here's what happened. He says no to our offer. He leaves the country. He comes back. Well, wh- before he leaves the country, we're informed about this 14 unit. So, you know, you're excited. You got another shot at another opportunity, but you got to wait till he comes back to get everything. So as he's doing that, we're looking around. We're trying to establish uh, relationships with other brokers. We're asking for other properties. Um, And as we're doing our due diligence on that, another partner comes to us with with a 62 unit. So he had someone drop out of that deal and wanted to bring us in. And we, it was a perfect match. We looked at the underwriting, it, everything lined up and that's how we landed the 62. So. What was your connection with this person? How did they know you all were looking for a multifamily and were, were doing this? Great question. The uh, Jake and Gino Facebook group, right? So awesome. Everybody's, everybody's familiar with one another. Like, if you're part of a, a, a Facebook community, um, the more active members everyone's familiar with. And then when we met, we actually didn't meet each other till we, we closed on the deal and then everybody met at the Jake and Gino Mastery, ma- uh, Mastery event. So we finally met together. Every, everything felt right though in the meetings though, right? So the, the people were good. The connections were good. The money made sense. The financing made sense. The, the project alone made sense. And we had everything in place. And we still talk. We talk pretty you know, once a month to two times a month about the deal. So we get updates about everything that's going on. So one building's actually down and two of them are occupied. It's just the rehab process. It's, it's something that I wouldn't syndicate as a first deal on that one for the 62 unit, but it's a great opportunity to just go ahead and JV with other people. If you have something with the heavy rehab. Awesome. So, so I think, you know, I've seen pictures of this, of this property. Tell us a little bit about where you all are at in the process. And I, I know you all are rehabbing right now, but maybe give us a little background and what your plan is uh, game plan going forward with that, with that property. So it's uh we already rebranded it. Um, it's now Buffalo Ridge and Johnson city. Tennessee. It was uh, Timber Lanes. Uh, I think it was the street street name. But anyways, um, we needed to replace all the decks on it, and we got it for one point two. But we'll put in about five hundred thousand worth into it. Um, it's it's a really great opportunity. For it was undervalued, under rented, and it was really deferred maintenance. Mom and pop really owned. So when we got into this deal. We just started, we just broke down on, we just broke ground on the rehab prop process last Tuesday. So you saw the pictures and that was like day one, day two type stuff. So we tore down all the decks and right now we're working on the exterior. We already replaced the sign. 
And from there, we're going to go to the interior and then the next building and then the next building. And then we should be up and running at full, well, close to 100% as possible, right? That's the goal, occupancy at the end of the day. So we're really excited about this one. Nice. How long do you expect that process to take? Underwriting wise, we budgeted 14 months. Contract is promising two months per building. We'll see, right? We'll see. We have a lot of contingencies in the in the contract, uh, in the contract for the contractor to meet his goals and stuff. So that was that was really helpful for us too. So we're in the first month. Uh, we're going into well, we're not even a month yet, right? So we just broke ground. So we'll see how how he keeps track on this one. But also, we are on top of him all the time. We do have someone on site too. What are a couple of things you've learned, you know, just from being in this process for this specific property, you know, less than a month now, you said, but you've, you know, you've done a lot. You've started, um, you know, you've rebranded and you're, you're ripping these decks off. You're doing all this work. What are a couple of points that you could help the listeners with that, that they need to know when they start, start a new property and they're going to go through all this? Know, know how intense the rehab is going to be. Um, we knew that we're okay. And we knew knowing we Worst case scenario, 14 months, we're not getting paid. We know that. We're fine with it. But we know the potential on the other side of that, right? Um, that, that's just a fact of knowing how intense the rehab is going to be on that, you, on that property. So I would say just be aware of, of timelines. Be realistic and be conservative because it sounds like we most certainly are on this one. So yeah, be realistic and conservative when you're underwriting with these deals because patience, you never know how long it's going to really take and you never know when you're actually going to break, break ground on these. So because the reason why I say that is because you're, you're getting quotes, you're pulling quotes from other contractors, you're meeting with these people, you're, you're getting referred by the property management company who to use. It's just a sweet science to bring it all together. So you, you just really need to plan accordingly. So how long between this deal closing to you're finding the next property that you all are working on now? All right. So I told you we closed in September, October 1st or, or like early October was the mastery event. A week later, our partner came to us again with uh, the opportunity for the 41 unit. And we jumped in after we did our analysis and, and looked into it. We're currently... Um, under contract on 41 units in Chattanooga, Tennessee. I mean, um, I believe you probably even saw a video of that one, right? We, we posted the video for the inspection process on that. That was a quick little snippet. I think so. So give us a little history or, you know, deal. Why did you like this 41 unit? Well, there's opportunity. It was um, another, it's a light value add. This one's going to cash flow from day one. Um, we just got to go ahead and turn some units whenever they, whenever they turn over. Right. So it's, it's not as, as heavy rehab process, like the 62, it's your typical light value add opportunity where you could go turn units over once they, once the tenant moves out, raise the rents, there is improvement for rent, uh, rent increases as well. So everything lined up perfectly. So it's your typical win-win deal. And right now, um, we're, we're, we're very excited about that one too. So 
change our focus a little bit. Um, you know, John, uh, why multifamily syndication? Why not, you know, staying in the single family space or, or doing, you know, a different asset class or something altogether? Why multifamily syndication? Oh, so I went into the single family, thought I was going to bear it, right? I can't bear it. <laughs> I bought basically, I bought basically, um, what's it called? Uh, turnkey, right? But that, that went with my inexperience, right? Because I, I kind of wanted to be safe with it, thinking I can bear it, but you, you, can't, you can't put the cart in front of the horse, right? So you got to pick one. You got to pick something where, where, where you can actually bear or you got to buy a turnkey. So I kind of bought turnkey, not knowing I bought turnkey, but I was like, ah, okay, whatever. But it's fine. We got to, it's working out. It's good. I can't rehab, I can't refinance it to pull my money back out. So I need capital. So the best way to do it is to go out and raise. Me being a natural with talking to people, I don't look at it as asking for money. I look at it as helping them find an opportunity to move their money into. So um, that's where I, that's how I tack it. I don't look at it as, as I think some people would equate it to begging or asking or pleading for a dollar. I look at it as let me help you move that into an opportunity that my, my team sources and form a partnership that way. What advice would you give someone uh, just starting in multifamily syndication? Just starting, do it. Don't sit there and read about it and read about it. And, and listening to podcasts and, and audio books and just go ahead and attack it. Uh, form partnerships. Uh, partnerships are the way to go. If you can, if you can connect with people, uh, you'll, you'll be in it together and you guys can tackle it together and everything comes through partnership. Even the big wigs in the, in the, in the industry are partnering together and closing deals. So you got to look at it as come together with other people that think like you and, and, and work like you and compliment you and then go ahead and do it, do the deal. What's been the hardest part of the syndication process? Uh, hardest part is probably communication because there's so many, so many moving parts. When one thing changes, it needs to be communicated a little bit earlier than, you know, than probably when you actually do. So if you can communicate with your partners, I would say that that's the biggest challenge. Communicate early, often, and even over-communicate. Over-communicate. There's nothing wrong with that. How have you all overcome that? What's some ways you all found to be able to over-communicate? Just like if something's changing, just tell us, tell everyone on the fly, whether it's a text message or uh, an email. Just make sure everybody's in, in the avid flow of, of all the moving parts. So if you find out something that's changing immediately over, like communicate it, or if you anticipate something changing, just kind of bring it down the pipe quick. Because the sooner everybody can tackle it, the sooner you're going to come to a, a resolution on that problem or, or situation. What's the number one thing that's contributed to your success? Man, uh, the support for my wife. Um, the support for my wife really helps me. And the fact that I just dive in, like if you can dive in um, the Facebook community, my goal was to ask as many questions as possible and try to be the first one to answer the question 
even if I got it wrong. Now, the reason why, if I got it wrong, someone that's going to answer it behind me is going to probably get it right or add their opinion. But a lot of these, a lot of these things, a lot of these questions that are asked, it's usually a lot of opinion or trial or error uh, that people have done. So if you can add your opinion and say, this is what, this is what I hear happens because you, you hear all the education, right? So, I mean, you get all the education. So what, what I ended up doing, I said, well, this is what I've heard. This is what I've heard. This is what I've heard. It's not what I've done. Now I'm starting to say, this is what we've done. This is what we've done. This is what we've done. See how it changes. I like that. Uh, John, you've been, a, you've been a great guest. Tell the listeners how they can learn more about you and your business. Well, thank you. Thank you for having us again. Um, Community First Investment Group is on LinkedIn. It's on Facebook and it's on Instagram. I'm very active on uh, in probably every multifamily community. Uh, I like to share what I know. Um, you can reach me at john at cfigwealth.com. And our website is cfigwealth.com, www.cfigwealth.com. Great. John, thank you so much. I hope the listeners will connect with John and also, you know, join him on Facebook groups and, and um, ask him questions and, and let him tell you more about his story. I hope you'll go to lifebridgecapital.com and, and connect with me and sign up uh, for our newsletters and, and uh, schedule a call so I can help you any way I can. And also go to our Facebook group, The Real Estate Syndication Show, so you can connect with experts like John and ask him questions and, and uh, future guests as well. You'll also see uh, future guests that are going to be on the show, so you can ask me uh, specific questions you want me to ask them uh, ahead of time. So uh, join us there also, and we will talk to you tomorrow. Thank you, Whitney. Thank you for listening to The Real Estate Syndication Show, brought to you by LifeBridge Capital. LifeBridge Capital works with investors nationwide to invest in real estate, while also donating 50% of its profits to assist parents who are committing to adoption. LifeBridge Capital, making a difference, one investor and one child at a time. Connect online at www.lifebridgecapital.com for free material and videos to further your success. 